0: Welcome to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for watch geeks by watch geeks. I'm John Biggs.
1: I'm Victor Marks. I'm Nicholas DeLeo.
0: And welcome back. I've been I've been a imi- I'm remiss. I have not attended the podcast recordings. You lads have kept the kept the fires burning. Kind of. Did I miss anything?
1: Nothing of consequence. No.
2: Nothing huge. But we explained this uh, well several weeks ago. At this point, there was going to be some travel. You guys were going to be gone. I was gone for a little bit. Uh, we also have day jobs, but I think we're back on, uh, back on the wagon. I believe is the phrase.
0: Back on the back in the back in the saddle, as it were. We're we're, we're like back in this. What is it? Yeah, back in the saddle. I think it is. I have a, I have a cuckoo clock in my attic right now. Uh, my neighbor gives gives me all her all his old clocks. Uh, he gave me a huge Westinghouse like like central central setting clock and uh one of those clocks with like the like the spinning wheels one of the balance okay. wheel clocks. Have you seen those? Like the spinning the spinning balls. Oh right.
2: Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, to
0: you've you've seen this but it sounds you've cool. seen this, Victor, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I figure what it's I figure what it's specifically called. It's like a it's like a it's like a rotational balance like instead of a instead of a like a regular balance wheel, it's rotational and the in the balance and the balls spin and spin like a piece, a really thin piece of steel. It goes back and forth and it's, it's, it's basically a three, it's a 400 day clock. You should be able to, you wind it up once and it goes for 400 days, which is a miracle of modern science or whatever, or, or past science. But he just gave me his cuckoo clock that he had and it's a, it's on my wall right now. I oiled it up and it started ticking almost immediately. It's been in an, it's been in a box in the basement for like months, for years, years. Yeah. I oiled it up and I started it ticking uh, now my only concern is it's going to start c- cuckooing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't. If know. it does,
2: I'm leaving it in the pot. I'm not editing the cuckoos out.
0: I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out if I can actually. Can you hear any like like TikTok sounds?
2: Uh, no,
1: no. So okay. I can
2: add them if you'd like in post. Right, I mean, well, I, yeah, I, I can, can get some
1: them. TikTok. Here, here's some TikTok sounds
2: going. I hear those. Yeah, I hear yeah. I those. can do that.
1: Was that was that did you do that with your mouth? What's what's going no, on? No, no, that's that's actually a uh an alarm clock that is you know it has the two bells on top kind of thing. And that sounds Look like at that. Well,
0: look at us, look at us. Yeah. We, got, we got Foley.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> it's been such a long week at my day job. I'm just like laughing. I'm just laughing. <laughs> just laughing. Okay, what are we talking about this week?
1: Okay. You're going to talk about the Redwood.
0: The Redwood, I'm, yes.
1: I'm going to talk about the new Ollick & Weiss watch, the O&W. And I'm also going to talk about the Imperial Royal Guard watch.
0: Okay, you, you start with the Ollick & Weiss. I want to hear about this okay. thing. Okay.
1: All right. So the, the Ollick & Weiss is called the M110. It was originally going to be an M100, but apparently someone else is using that nomenclature. So this is the M110. And they've done a couple of things here. First of all, they've put a compass on the bezel. So, they've got the, the northwest, east, south on the bezel, and they've got uh, all of the degrees of the compass. And you can actually navigate with this thing if you were so inclined.
0: Now, like, is, but is it like a spinny, 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 uh, it's not a magnetic steel. Yeah, no, it's, 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 like it's like a
1: turn a, the bezel kind of thing. And you, it's like point a Boy Scout compass where you're like, you yeah. point it at
0: the sun, and yep. you have to, like, yep.
1: you have to it's the measure deal. the
0: equation of time or whatever. Yeah, that's that. Yep. That's that, that's not a compass. That's a, that's a, it's That's a thing a that points you somewhere. Compass graded
1: bezel, whatever. It's nice. Yeah. It, it's it's sort of a um, faded green color for the loom and for those compass indicators. What's the other thing they've done is on the dial they've got at at three, six, nine, and twelve. The first three minutes after those are also marked in that faded green kind of color. And I asked I asked the uh, the owner of the brand why I saw this watch in person in Paris, France, actually before it was announced. And it was a very oh, cool fancy. kind of thing. Wow. It's, it's a nice...
2: <laughs> Look at this. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Fancy Pants the, in yeah, Paris. Yeah, I was like
1: in Paris. Oh, damn. Yeah, I was in Paris. And uh, and I met up with the guy, and and he had a bunch of vintage Olek and Weiss watches, and he had this, the new one. And it was really cool. The v- vintage ones were great to see and get a handle on because I could see where he was drawing the inspiration from. And... There were watches there that I had not seen in person before, and movements that I'd not handled before. So there was a he had a one of the chronographs with the Valjoux seventy two in it, which is the same movement that powers the classic Rolex Daytona's. He had oh he had the the early Caribbean one thousand, which was really nice. the uh, The bezel on that is so fun, and I'm hopeful that he recreates it faithfully. Uh, he his his trick is to to create things and pay homage to the originals and update them. But the point that I wanted to say about this modern one is that it's a fun watch. And I asked him, what's the deal with these three-minute marks being green after the hours, after the the cardinal directions there? And he said that this is because of radio broadcasters. Okay. Really? Yeah. So if, if you look back in history, right, one of the problems was that if you were on a ship and the ship had radio and was in distress, that you didn't want to have your frequency or your your distress message talked over by all the other radio operators. And so there was an act to regulate radio communications in August 1912, which coincides really well with the sinking of the Titanic. And the act stipulates that radio rooms have to have they, they have to be manned 24 hours by a minimum of two trained and licensed operators so they can intercept okay. and all distress signals. And then after that, what they did was they they regulated and legislated that at every quarter, there would be a three-minute sliver marked in contrasting so that at, at every quarter hour, right, there would be three minutes for radio silence. And that those radio silence periods are so that you can go ahead and use them for your distress signals because you know ah. exactly when those are. Okay. And there there have been watches in the past that were radio room watches like the the old Vostok's, right, that had the uh the the red crosshairs kind of thing going across the dial. But of course, it's mm-hmm. offset by 3 minutes. It's not centered perfectly. Here, instead of making huge crosshairs that go across the whole dial, he's just done it right at the minute mark. So it's tasteful. Here I'm going to share a picture of this thing with you guys. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to post a
0: picture. Oh yeah, I'm looking. At it. But I like yeah, the, I, I like it. I like
1: this. I like the I, conceptually. I like it.
0: Yeah.
2: Is it well, I would st- like to go on record and say radio was the last good tech. Everything else after radio. radio yeah, yeah just, radio.
0: Yeah, radio was the last good tech. I think that's. I think that's absolutely 100 percent true. Because we're in. Because like. Because it was like the. It, it was everybody. Everybody understood it. You couldn't like. Yep. You couldn't like talk over each other. Well, you could, but you like you weren't yeah. supposed to. It was like there was. It was a gentleman's. It was a gentle person's. Uh, technology. I agree.
1: Now, yeah. now what do we got? Nothing. Bup kiss. Bump nope. kiss. But this, this whole three minute mark thing came out of 1912 and the sinking of the Titanic. The, the night that Titanic sunk, there was huge amounts of chatter all over the radio waves. And when Titanic sent out a stress signal, it couldn't get through to any other of the ships. The ones that it did get through to were either way too late or way too far out. Yeah. And, and so that's why they specified you have to wait these three minutes every quarter hour Do we post this watch no
2: we're about to
0: all right good all right let's put yeah. it, let's get it up there so we can share yeah. share with the world
2: i'll put a hyperlink in the show notes which people should read because it takes, takes. Uh, at least
0: an hour or two to write those things oh yeah do. yeah you, you shouldn't you shouldn't spend too much time on that all right what did okay, i hey look uh, that's fine it's gotta be done gotta be done right. it's gotta be done so what did i look at i looked at the redwood did you guys see the redwood uh, I've got the redwood and quartz. Actually, so you got the redwood and quartz. I have the redwood and automatic. I that
1: that surprises no one. That's exactly yeah, what well, I was expecting. Yeah, to exactly. Do.
0: So I, I like this. I like this a lot. I I wore it in. Uh, I wore it in uh, Croatia. Uh, Ooh, I was, I, another I, fancy. I, I took it down. <laughs> I took it down to the. I took it down to the ocean, the ocean side, as it were. Uh, wow. the my only issue is I'm seeing all these Miyota movements with the stupid seconds hand problem. Are we familiar with the second hand problem? Tell
1: us about I the second hand. I'm going to ask problem. you to elaborate.
0: So the second hand's problem when you when you set the watch when you pull the crown out to set the watch the second hand clicks flips back and forth like a little uh it, like a little it uh, in place. Yeah, it shutters in place. It goes like by, by, by a huh. second, and it drives me nuts. It completely drives me nuts, and I, I don't understand why Miyota has to do that. Why specifically? Uh, and, and why anybody would allow it. It's just such a, it's such a ridiculous little, like a little, just a silly little thing that really drives me crazy. I do. Do we know why my movements do that?
1: Uh, there, there are a couple of different kinds of ways to implement a hack lever, which is the thing that stops the second hand. Some of them are, are levers that actually touch the balance wheel and hold the balance wheel from moving, which stops everything from running. Um, some of them stop other parts of the gear train. I'm not sure what they're doing, but whatever they're doing is allowing some movement to take place. Hmm. So my, so my view on this, it's a, it's a good watch.
0: It's not that expensive. It's real. It's well done. It's really well done for, for a little automatic. If you're looking for like a, if you're looking for like a beach watch, this is a very specifically like a kind of a beach or water watch, then this is exactly what you got to go, go with. I think that's, I think that's the answer.
2: Yeah, I like that because I like watches with uh, roles, like like, like a class, like you're playing Final Fantasy V and everyone has a, cl- a class. It's like, this is a beach watch. Yeah, this is a dinner watch. This is I, I need my watch to have a, a role to play generally. Right.
1: So the quartz version is powered by the Seiko Epson solar powered movement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I I requested to see that because it just feels like it's exactly what you said. It's the beach watch. It's the summer watch. But it's one step further because it's nearly indestructible, and as long as the sun is out, perfect. Uh-huh. And and actually, to be honest, the sun doesn't even need to be out. That thing's been sitting uh, in darkness for a, a good long while now, and it's still running. So it feels like that's even more of the carefree kind of thing.
0: I think I think these solar watches. These solar watches are pretty good. They can they hang out. They hang out for a while. They
2: survive. Okay, yeah. uh, I was expecting the opposite. Like yeah, I, they're pretty I, awesome.
0: I have a couple of Casios that I, that just like sit here. I wear I, I wear them like when I go hiking or whatever, and they're like, and they just sit in the sun and they just they're like plants. They're like air those air plants, you know, succulents. Yeah, so they're like a succulent. Yeah, it's like a delicious succulent.
2: Uh, do we know the price difference between the quartz and automatic of this redwood? You know, we did.
0: So the so the one I had, so I got the, I got the Frogman. It's one eighty nine in solar, and it's. Two sixty nine in yeah. huh. automatic, which is fine, which is just fine. It's not, it's not a yeah. like for that for that price for this watch. Like, I, 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 I it's almost a steal. Again, Didn't my me? biggest, <laughs> yeah. my biggest issue is the is the is the movement. I get upset with the yeah. movement, but that's just me. I don't know, just like give me, just have, just let Miyota fix this thing because it drives me completely nuts. And I, I understand that people have to use Miyota movements. There's no reason to like. There's no reason to fault them for using these movements. But if Miyota can't fix that, that's just like, it just, it's, it's, it's cheap. It's cheesy kind of.
1: Yeah. How did you uh, feel about the, uh, the use of Futura as the font for the numerals?
0: Uh, I think it was okay. I think it's all right. I didn't, I didn't notice that it's, it's definitely not, it's definitely not a classic font. It's definitely not a classic. No, it's, classic it's look. a
1: computer font, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: But it's, um, uh, it's okay. I mean, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate it. So by any stretch of the imagination.
1: It was the one thing that kind of got my attention. It's like, I, I, it, it bothers me when I see people using system fonts or, or readily available computer fonts and Futura as a numeral font. It just, I don't know. There's something about it. It gets on me a little bit.
0: Well, that's an, that's an interesting question. So, so what do you guys think about? So, so like the original, uh, the original, uh, Patek Philippe, um, those stupid aqu- Aquamariners or whatever they're called. Uh, the the uh, the Nautilus. The original Nautilus had had sans serif or had serif numerals. Remember this? The,
1: the original. original ones,
0: way back. I gotta way back find when?
1: a picture of it. This isn't. When was that? Nineteen seventy? What? Two?
0: Uh, whatever the first. Whatever the first one was. Uh, really early. They had serif numerals. And I remember there was a period of time during the, in the watch world where like everybody was like using exactly the wrong fonts all over the, all over the watch. It was like. Oh yeah. Somebody was using like, like IWC would use like a Helvetica and like, I don't know, like a script font or like a. Times New
1: Roman on your Vacheron
2: Constantin is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, writing my resume and also checking the time.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's so. So this 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 was this was like a minor misstep for the for the uh, for the Patek folks, Uh, but it's fairly it's a fairly well known piece because it was that it was their earliest it was their earliest Nautilus where it was all it was all serif fonts, which just just
2: doesn't fit. Can I pause right here? Does is it does any watch brand? I'm not smart enough to know much about watch fonts, but my only comparison is in the Final Fantasy games uh square the makers are notorious for using just terrible fonts in the newly. like back in the day they had like uh, i guess bespoke fonts like they made their own for the games too, yeah. inside like the nintendo cartridges. now they just use like whatever open source piece of junk <laughs> Calibri is uh, the
1: first font in word therefore it's terrible yeah it's <laughs> yeah. stuff
2: like that so it's like are there any brands say that you guys would say oh yeah uh brand x excellent fonts brand y uh, they could use some work again i'm not smart hmm. enough to even participate in this conversation but i
0: i think omega I'm intrigued
2: by the idea. omega yeah.
1: omega's omega's okay now okay omega spends a lot of effort on the script so when they then mm-hmm. write, they write sea master or they write um speedmaster, speedmaster yeah. or uh, constellation those things are not a font per se they are a a custom vector piece of art okay it's it's, it's not typed out it's drawn
0: but their their use of whatever the font is their their main their main like
1: their, their main, main thing th- is a modified futura it's yeah. the exact same font that we see here on the redwood for the num- numbers
0: but i think i would i i like the i like the i like how it, i like how it all comes together and i would agree yeah seamaster speedmaster they're they're both like they're like whatever their their fifth 1950s script mm-hmm. where you're supposed to feel like you're i don't know somebody signed it like the toilet bowl like the the ab the, the the toilet bowl gets signed at the end of uh, as soon as it's been manufactured yeah which is nice but but look i mean look the the speed the, the Speedmaster professional the 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 face the, the watch font the the professional font is is not i don't think that's future that's i don't think that's futura
1: no, but the Omega font for their branding is.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I don't think the professional
2: font. The, the word p- omega itself you mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh yeah, I can see that. Again, I I I'm not a design guy. Like, that goes out of my head a lot of the time, but I can see that just looking at the photos online. Yeah. yeah so the
1: professional font. Oh, well, hold on. I got I got this I got the uh the professional font underneath Speedmaster is called Eurostyle. And yeah. before it was Eurostyle, it was a different variant made by the same guy, Aldo Novarese in 1962, and uh, microgram, microgramma, microgramma, huh? Yeah, so that's the professional script there.
0: Hmm.
1: All right, so there we got it. So now, what, and that I guess- microgramma font, that Eurostyle font, gets used everywhere. That's on Seiko for the Divers 200 part of the. Uh, SKX watches. It's on the bezel of all of the modern Rolex GMTs. Mm-hmm. E- everyone uses that font. Hmm. All of your chronographs with the the twenty sixty and so on that you see, that are also on that uh, that Speedmaster, are the same microgram or Euro style font.
0: Well, look at us. We're just discovering. We're just discovering new I things like every day. Every day. That's right, why the a-
2: folks tune in. Yeah, the this font. is this is the, well. <laughs> I, well, no, I mean, uh, I, I haven't read an article on watch fonts recently. And, and we, I yeah, we read a lot of watch content. Exactly,
0: exactly. Look we're, at that. We're we're here with the watch content. We're bringing it. We're bringing it to the people.
2: I would like to add one thing. I don't know where we are in time. Right, we got about ten minutes, give or take. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to – I talk about the Apple Watch a lot on this podcast because uh, I don't know. I think I think it's generally neat. It, I have used it, and it is it is. Uh, Helped me lose some weight and get into shape and so on and so forth. Uh, I purchased the Apple Watch SE2. Uh, it arrived last night and it opened it today. Uh, the reason why is because I had a Series 4 from 2018 and that thing just died. I know I've said on the air several times over the past couple months, oh, it's not really holding a charge. It kind of dies quickly. It got to the point where it would say 100% charged and die like one okay, minute later. Okay, hold up. <laughs> so hold that up, thing So I have questions. Sure. Hit me. Didn't you just get a Garmin? Yes, I did. Go so on. What What happened? That I need an Apple Watch. I I, I, why, I need them both. Why do you need them both? Because I have nothing else going on in my life, and I would like two smartwatches. <laughs> <laughs> you need two. You need That's two smartwatches. Well, what? here's the here's the actual the, the non-jokey answer. The Garmin is really for like running. It's really for running. Uh, so, uh, trying to use it while at the gym and lifting weights, uh, try to use it while doing yoga, it's just a little uh, f- finicky and cumbersome in true. ways I true. really Very can't drive on the yeah. air. So, it's a great runner's watch and good for cycling too. But anything else, uh, I, I try to do yoga a couple times a week. I definitely try to lift a couple times a week. For that, I'm still like, you know what? I'd rather have the Apple Watch because at least I can get data in the Apple Health app that shows, oh, Nicholas burned. 200 calories this morning at the gym. And uh, for my like calorie tracking, all that stuff, it's like I need stuff fed into Apple Health app. Uh, and it's just a little bit easier, just relying now on now. Do Apple you
0: wear Do you wear your Apple Watch constantly, or do you only put it on during the uh...
2: only for exercise? Only for exercise. No. So it is a little, a little bit off anyway. Like it's, it's not getting to the totality of of my uh, you know existence during the day, which is fine. I've made that look. That was a huge bridge to cross when I first started getting into like regular watches a few years ago mm-hmm. i was like oh man if i don't wear the apple watch 24 7 it's not going to show that it might count yeah you yes. never
0: you never know your stand your stand count yes. or whatever. Yeah,
2: bingo bing, bingo bango. and i was like you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna live with that because i kind of like these these regular watches are kind of cool like looking at them and and that was as neurotic as i am that was a huge <laughs> a huge hurdle to overcome but i but i did overcome it but as far as like the fitness stuff i feel like apple uh the health app, whatever it's called, like to just to feed stuff into there and have apps feed data into there. It is just so much easier if I kind of let Apple Watch uh, lead that uh, lead that charge and just kind of let the Garmin stuff live in the Garmin app. Uh, and I can look at it and be like, okay, I jogged, uh, you know, four miles. That's fine in the Garmin app, uh, but I will rely on the Apple Watch, I mean, do the you, Apple Health. Do you ever look per- at that stuff? Like I haven't, I- eye- eye- Oh, constantly. No, no, yeah. no. no. Uh yeah, you, uh Maybe you didn't listen. We, well, we had some RSS feed issues, but I went into. I was wearing the Garmin twenty four seven for about a month, like mm-hmm. literally twenty four seven, even to bed. Uh, and it, it one of the things it does is sleep tracking. And I did. I did go into this the in previous episode. So I'll keep it quick. But like the sleep tracking to me felt like a giant waste of time. Uh, like it would. Like I would wake up. And it would, and I had a a wonderful sound, soundful sleep. It was, it was great. I felt energized. I would wake up and it would say, oh, Nicholas, you didn't sleep long enough or uh, your sleep was interrupted. You're going to have a terrible time at work today. You may find that, uh, you know, problem solving is difficult. All this like negative energy, like as soon as I wake up. Because when you would wake up, the Garmin would give you like a, a morning report that would say, oh, this was how many hours you slept. This was how many hours of REM sleep you had. This was your this. This was your that. Here's the weather today. It kind of give you like a little newspaper of like, here's what's going on. Uh, and there was a message there that, that was invariably like, hey, jerk, uh, you're going to have a terrible day today because we think you didn't sleep very well. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there like, I slept fine. So this thing is, A, it, it doesn't work. B, it's putting me in a bad mood because it's like, well, great. I'm going to have a bad day. Why are you letting, like, why are you letting the damn Well, that's the, what, the, 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 well, Why – you you're letting a watch bully you. Exactly. Why, why are you being pushed Dude, around ex- by this thing? Ex- exactly. That's why I said, you know what? I'm not wearing this at night anymore. Take a hike. So I, I no longer wear that at night. I'm back to – so I did sleep dragging for like a month. I think it's interesting. Uh, I've known people, former colleagues, who did have trouble with sleep and, and insomnia and all that stuff. So I get it. If you deal with that, you have my simple. I never had a problem with sleep. I would, I would go to bed. I'd fall asleep. I'd wake up, you know, pretty, pretty average. So I never was like needed to fix my sleep, so to speak. And so I just felt like the added anxiety of like, Oh, did I get eight hours? Oh, I only got seven hours, 47. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Oh God. So like that stuff is like, and, and I see Amazon, Amazon had an event last week where they're, they're doing some sleep tracking clock yeah, or whatever. It's like a clock
0: that sits in your house.
2: Yes. So there's a lot of this, I just, I mean, I guess it's just a growing business. People trying to make money, but I feel like sleep tracking is kind of dumb. Uh, that is just my opinion. I'm not making fun of you. You never know. There's people out there who need their, need their sleep. Well, no, that's great. And I, I hear you. And if it works for you, I have no problem. Me personally, as someone who's never had that issue, I don't see why introducing now metrics into that part of my life where I had never had metrics and never needed them. How does that help me? Uh, I don't think it does help me. So, I mean, the answer
1: is: if your sleep is already good, then you yes. don't need this at all. If your sleep is crap and you know that it's crap and you want to know more about why it's crap, you might be able to benefit from this thing. But you know, we, we can't do anything for you, Nicholas. You're already perfect.
2: Well, yeah, well, I, perfect. well, I, well, I appreciate, practically perfect I appreciate in every that. way but the the other thing that the watch does it doesn't it doesn't give you tips like oh you didn't sleep very well yeah. and Victor brought this up last time did it say oh did you have too much coffee yesterday oh maybe you ate pretty late oh you're maybe you're dealing with a lot of stress at work you should find time to Go for a thirty-minute walk. It doesn't give you any suggestions. It's just like a constant yeah. stream of negativity. That's like, hey, See, buddy, that's, take that's a hike. Worst.
0: So, so you know why they do that. They do that. They do that. So you're not like. So they're going to tell you to like go for a walk, and then you're going to die of a heart attack. And it's like my watch told me to go for a walk, and I, <laughs> and I, uh, and I died. I died on the on the GW Bridge, sure. or whatever. Uh, oh God! So, Can you so imagine? They, so, but I think I think <laughs> no. that's the I think that's the future of this stuff. I think that's the the real answer is is yeah. These watches should be telling me like. I should have yes, a, I, should, 100%. I, I should have the Apple Watch that says, "Okay, dude, I just sense that your blood sugar is low. You should probably head downstairs and eat a granola yep. bar and eat this yes. granola bar, but not this granola bar." And I'm like, "That's great. I'll, I'll do that. I'll I, and I will listen to that watch all day long because the watch is telling me what to do. It's gonna be, it's gonna be have my best interest at heart, and it's gonna like, it's gonna, I'm gonna be a performance machine by the time this watch is done with me. Because and or it says, just
2: even. Maybe not it doesn't you don't even have to be a performance machine. I feel like a lot of folks would just benefit from from like like I can't you know, you can't afford like a personal trainer or yeah. you can't afford like a like a, a chef, you know, an athlete where he's like, Oh, I have an in-house chef who prepares all my meals. But no, if you have like a, a watch or an app that's like, oh, you should try to, you know, an Apple have an Apple to, or, or give you like actionable, like useful advice. Yeah, exactly. That's not like, like, why don't you try like, to run a 10k today? It's yeah, like that's not
0: happening. Yeah, you know, like the, the whole the whole idea of like stand up. That's that's nothing. But if you say, okay, go outside and you're gonna walk until I buzz you. And he, yes. and I'm gonna play a po- I'm gonna play one of your favorite podcasts and and all this stuff is all this stuff is doable, but again, yes, it's it doesn't it doesn't want to do they don't want to do it because they're gonna get they're gonna get sued because somebody's gonna be like you have to walk for 15 minutes and they're gonna like have a stroke because they it's the first time they walked in 20 years or whatever.
2: Yeah, I could see those headlines on TechMeme. Oh, Apple Watch tells someone to go for a walk and and they drop dead. Is this Apple's? You know, that's Apple's fault. That's, I would imagine that Tim what I'm Cook to avoid.
0: owes the family.
2: Yeah. And, and look, whatever. But like, I could see that, but you know, I I think your, your grander point is spot on. Like that's where this feels like this stuff is going. Okay. Step one, we're collecting the data. We're seeing how much, how often you sleep. We're going to kind of quantify or qualify. Oh, you slept well, or you slept okay. Maybe step two, step three, whatever down the line, we're going to offer you actionable advice. Oh, by the way, why don't you subscribe to Acme uh, fitness plus, uh, and we'll give you all the health insights you could want for mm-hmm. $10. Like that feels, I mean, that feels like a business that could be started tomorrow if it's, I mean, it, you know, if it doesn't really exist and I don't know about it, but well, yeah, yeah,
0: it does it doesn't really, but it, what it needs, it needs to have, it needs to have sense your, it, we need the vampire watch. Remember the, the vampire watch that we talked about originally where it would like, it would take your blood, blood samples.
2: I don't, but uh, I, I, I think I, we, uh, we talked
0: about that a long time that ago. That was before me. Yeah. yeah, we had the vampire watch that took blood samples, and the idea would. it was. No, no, no. I, know. Uh,
2: I know you've been hot and cold on the quantified self. I mean, we've been dealing with quantified self stuff for like fifteen years, like a little while. Yeah, uh, and you're kind of eh, it works. It's kind. Of, I, th- I think overall, like having uh, guidance and data, just to you know, in and of itself, useless. But if it makes you more kind of mindful about like how you conduct yourself, oh, should I have 10 slices of pizza today? Or maybe should I have two, you know, those type of decisions where uh, where this stuff I think does help because it kind of just it gives you a frame of reference. Like, oh, OK, uh, I ha- I have done nothing today. I haven't walked. I haven't stood up. I should probably take a quick 15 minute walk because that's better than not. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. that is all fine and useful. OK, I agree with you. I
1: have. Two other topics that I want to talk about, and you get to pick one because we are almost out of time. I can talk okay. about the Imperial Watch Company's Royal Guard, which is a new watch that they're making that homages or rips off a watch that's still in production. Or we can talk about Audemars Piguet and their contest to allow people to design the next Royal Oak.
0: Ah, mm. oh,
1: God, i Let's
0: do the. Uh, what do you say? Let's do the. Uh, I don't mind either way. I don't care. <laughs> let's, let's let's do the royal. Let's do not not the royal. Oak, The other one, the one about the, okay.
2: the, the castle. Okay. So or whatever.
1: Right. So the Imperial Watch Company has made a watch. Called is making a watch called Royal Guard. They're going to start taking pre-orders in in the next month or so, and it's a thirty-eight millimeter watch. It's designed a lot like the nineteen fifty-nine Eberhard and Company Skephograph. Okay. Okay, and it's. F- Pretty faithful to it. The only thing that's really different is, is the hour hand. In every other way, it's remarkably faithful. It uses a Seiko NH movement, so the, the classic robust NH-35 style thing. Um, I've put some pictures here in the uh, the chat for you guys to see. The second, third link are, are pictures of the Imperial Royal Guard. And the last link that I put in there is a link to the Eberhard and Company scaphograph which they're still making. They've upsized it to oh, 43
0: very, millimeters. a lot like a Tudor as well.
2: Yeah. Oh, I like this. Oh yeah. This <laughs> is my uh, See, you like that. I like this. Gem. I like that vintage. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a sucker for this
1: stuff. So which one are you looking at? The the Imperial or the Eberhard from 1959? Oh, I like the both, but I am looking, I initially reacted to the Imperial. Okay. So that, that is the thing. And he's making it in a size that obviously is much smaller, much more faithful to the original. Did you hear the bird singing? I I definitely heard I did. We're leaving that in there, baby. Yeah, Yeah. this is a mess.
0: This is gonna be a mess. So please continue.
1: Cuckoo. Yeah. No, the reason that this guy is using the NH movement for this stuff is first of all, it's affordable. Second of all, it's reliable. And third of all, he likes the idea of people modifying it. So if you wanted to get the the NH thirty-four GMT movement and turn this into a nineteen fifty-nine style GMT, you totally could if you wanted to get it and change the hands, he's all for it. It is, you know, his, his history is one of making mod parts and making his own dials and stuff. And this is an extension of that. This watch that you're looking at pre-orders are $350. What?
0: 350 bones. It's not
1: bad at all.
2: Even I could afford that. I'm saying. Even
1: I could afford that. (laughs) And (laughs) And I'm I'm super cheap. If if you <laughs> pre-order, you not only get the watch, you also get a custom Imperial Watch Co. cleaning cloth. What?
0: How how can this man afford that? I don't how know. that? actually yeah, does he it back That there is not a lot of profit margin in this. How's <laughs> how's the Miyota how's the, Miota, how's the Miota movement in it? Is it does it flip back and forth and like No, this is Miota an off? NH.
2: It's a Seiko. N-H. NH. NH, baby. Yeah.
0: All right, I'm in. I'm N- in. Let's pick it up. I want it one. Where, yes. where, where can we where can
1: we pre-order? If I have it right, it's um, okay. Yeah, so this is imperialwatchco.com dot is where you get this. Okay, and easy enough. The Big imperial fan. imperial watch guard. It's the Royal Guard two hundred. It's three hundred fifty bones. Uh, regular pricing is probably going to be four fifty. Pre-orders open October twenty fifth. Oh man, we gotta wait. We're gonna have First to twenty-five wait. buyers get a custom leather strap. Everyone Damn. gets the cleaning cloth. This, this well, is you just, got a couple of weeks to, yeah. to think this, about it.
0: We're putting this guy out of business with all these exciting, exciting freebies that we're give, He's given us. I'm
2: saying, ah, I just like it. Lost in growing trees, folks.
0: All right, this has been the Hour Time Podcast. I'm John Biggs.
2: I'm Victor Marks.
1: I'm Nicholas DeLeon.
0: And we will see you next week at the Imperial Watch Company podcast show uh, that we've just changed the name because we're all so in love with this watch. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next week.
2: Thank you for listening to the Hour Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.